Last time on RBG Pals Club, our party of four universe and world traveling heroes came to planet Earth 4872 to the town of Hope's Landing, where they found that something has mysteriously been causing residents of the town to go and cause damage and destruction in this formerly desolate wasteland. And all lines seem to lead to a small diner and the tuna fish sandwich. Let's find out what happens this time on RPG House Club. Zoom in as the four heroes here, and also a dog, look outside at the diner car. How is Sabretooth Sam handling the heat? Sabretooth Sam is uh, seems surprisingly comfortable in the outdoors uh, of any kind, really. While he might be uh, one who enjoys uh, his luxury, he is not... He, there's more to him. He has layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he has not fully given up his animal side and his adaptability. Of course not. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> and how about Becky? Uh, Saber Becky. Sorry, I had to do that to find the voice again. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta find the voice. Hurry up and bring your jukebox money. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, Becky, I think... Becky seems to be doing just fine uh, because I Becky has the ability to invoke elements and so is just making herself uncomfortably cold to the touch. <laughs> like you can see if you look close enough that there's like steam rising out of like what is Becky wearing right now? Uh, it's like a, just a very plain like dress with just like a little like camisole over it and like some uh, uh, modest tights and flat shoes. I think like out of her neck and like out of the cuffs and the bottom of the dress, you just see a little bit of like, what should we call it? Not, not steam or would it be steam? Just because it's like the ice the that you're invoking is constantly like cooling you down, but also. I, that like, like frost of mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you open a freezer mm-hmm. on a humid day. And how about James? Uh, James, uh, James Mason, it, he just unbuttoned like the, the top couple buttons of his, uh, the, the polo shirt he's wearing. Uh, it's unfortunately it's black, but it has this really sick Motley Crue logo on the pocket and he's wearing khakis and like regular shoes. So, you know, he's, he's not prepared for the desert, but he's not faring too bad. Fair. It's doing that thing where you grab the shirt and like uh, flare it to get some airflow. He, oh yeah. He's totally doing that. Absolutely. I'm a country boy at heart. (laughs) (laughs) You know who I meant. (laughs) (laughs) And how about Paulette? 
Yeah. How's Paulette, big city businesswoman doing? She looks like she stepped off the cover of Ebony magazine. She is glossy, but perfect. Mm -hmm. And her hair is also, I think that's the only difference is that there's like a single little curl that's down and then she like takes a little hand and she like just swoops it back and it's perfect again Mm -hmm. but there is definitely like uh some some hairspray spritzing off screen yeah like the the makeup crew likes her better (laughs) (laughs) she has to be perfect well i mean it's not makeup it's 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 not makeup it's genetic so her genetic (laughs) makeup crew was better exactly listen we gotta replicate the 80s and the way that it looked in all of those fading posters Mm-hmm. that everyone had up in their barber windows and just kept up for 20 years. Yeah. And also she uh, she got her show when she was like the villain of another show and then she t- turned good because of a, some reason. And then she got her like Hawaii Five-0 column. I don't know. There's lots of crossovers. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so many crossovers. The St. Elsewhere universe. Yeah. She moved to LA. She moved from LA to New York, you know, to get her own episodes. Mm-hmm. That way she wouldn't need to compete with their goody two-shoes uh, lead. Exactly. But sometimes they'd like travel across the country for certain cases and there'd be like flared romances. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But the job always comes first. And uh, yeah, so the four of you enter in to this strange like 50s diner color and uh, there's a chef wearing an apron. Well, more of a short order cook wearing an apron and he says... Oh, hello. Welcome. Can I get you anything for lunch? All the tuna you can handle, buddy. Oh, well. And a big helping of honesty. We we, we don't have any tuna today. Oh, Sam looks devastated and offended. And really? Why is that? Is it your lack of oceans? Uh, actually, yeah. The tuna that we had went bad just the other day. And so I did not serve it and we have not gotten a new shipment in yet. The other day, 20 years ago. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the catmanity. No, uh, I think it went bad about yesterday, mm. according to the fridge. Mm. I think we need to have a look at that tuna. It's in the dumpster, and it is gonna smell very bad. Well, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> you say that a lot. <laughs> 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 yes, but this time I mean it. <laughs> I, I nodded approvingly when I was saying that too. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I mean, do you need me to guide you back there, or can I serve your friends? I'll find my way. Don't mind me. Uh, and and he just like invites himself behind the counter <laughs> to go uh, to uh, follow the uh, follow his nose, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And it leads you out back uh behind the diner to a large dumpster bin okay uh roll plus interface to see if you can get into this thing interface mm-hmm. uh well that's a five total i never was much of an alley cat so you try and open it up and like when it doesn't it ends up shocking you oh I kick it and then I and then I hold my foot and then I hold my throbbing foot. <laughs> yeah. Like the bump on your head from when you got stuck trying to go through the jail bars is gone, but now you have a like big swollen toe and it's making the bubble bubble bubble. 
Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You're a horror to see in real life. <laughs> you know, maybe some people are into that. It's kind of up there with the people who do the actual anime emotional projections in real life huh. that exists in this universe. Upsetting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. God. See, I and- see. I was, I was more picturing it kind of like a Hatsune Miku situation. The no. anime world is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> the anime worlds, there's like clusters of them, because you know you got the ones where monsters are good, monsters are bad, mm-hmm. monsters are horny. Exactly, you have to have all of the genres of anime. Monsters mm-hmm. are sexy princes. Oops all animes. Oops all animes. Oops all animes. Are nightmares <laughs> to behold in real life. Oh no, he's made of rubber! How did that happen? Yo ho ho! Took a bite of gum gum. <laughs> God vanished. <laughs> That's why they call it the devil's fruit. Name Solo, he's just like a samurai. Uh, yeah, inside the chef, his name is Steve DiCaprio, is uh, serving y'all. So, uh, what do you want for lunch? What kind of soups do you have? Uh, we have a chicken noodle. Uh, we have a pumpkin bisque. Oh, uh, I'll just have a chicken noodle soup, please. All right. Uh, what about you, my beautiful, pale, unearthly vision? I will have ordinary human meal. Oh, do you want the blue play special? Yes, gift me your azure meal. All right, one meatloaf sandwich coming up. And uh, what about you, even more stunning beauty who looks like you have the entire world in your hands? I just stare daggers and I say, I'm good. But I'd appreciate a little more decorum. And I light up a cigarette. How about Deceron on the rocks? And he slides you a Deceron on the rocks. And it's like slides across the thing and I just catch it without looking and I toss it back. And then I say, that's as refreshing as you are haunting. <laughs> oh, be still my heart. <laughs> we'll see where the day takes us. <laughs> there's, there's only one thing business ladies are allowed to have at, at lunch. And that's... Uh, alcohol mm-hmm. and Caesar salad. Yes. A wedge that I never actually take a bite of because it's too loud for the mic. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. Crunch. And I think that is when uh, Sabretooth Sam gets back in. Yeah, Sabretooth Sam uh, uh, lo- uh, looks very huffy and defeated. Oh, so the cat could not get into the garbage can? Laugh it up. Ho, 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 <laughs> well, wh- what can I get you for lunch? I look at it. Is there any other fish? Uh, there, the, like, menus that he has, all the fish is currently marked off. Okay. He just goes, uh, something tall and alcoholic. Oh, so you are talking about my brother. <laughs> <laughs> or my ex-mother-in-law. Take your ho, pick. Ho, ho. <laughs> And he gives you a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> there you Which go. are incredibly alcoholic. <laughs> the most alcoholic. I, I am drinking it using my tail. Mm-hmm. It's it's very nice. Uh, roll me a physique to see how you handle that, because it is very hot out here still. Uh, I rolled a 10 total. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, you you yeah. are handling your alcohol well, even though this is a very strong Long Island iced tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, and then, oh. <laughs> no one tells you what happens at the Hanna-Barbera uh, after parties. Scrappy-Doo, the things he has done. Well, like, Scrappy-Do-Not-Do-Then. 
we have talked about the DC Snagglepuss cartoon comic before. Oh, oh God. Yeah. You can't do this again, John. Scrappy Doo <laughs> will be tried in court one day. Uh, anyways. I'd rather not talk about my exes. <laughs> uh, he then gives the soup and the meatloaf sandwich out. Uh, I'd say uh, thanks, and I uh, take a little spoonful of the soup. It's good. Like, it is actually very good soup. Oh, wow, this, this is really good soup. Yeah, I'm a very good chef. I used to travel a lot, and now uh, I've come out here to learn how to make uh, desert food. Becky is disassembling the sandwich and, like, investigating all parts of this. Uh, the meatloaf looks to be like a good meatloaf. It's also got a large slice of cheddar cheese on it, uh, some barbecue sauce, some coleslaw. And then it's between two slices of thick toasted on a grill Texas toast. This entire dish has been disassembled and basically mixed together for a hot moment before Becky's face just peels back and a giant, like, fleshy hand just grabs it through her mouth and sucks it down. Like, they just rolled up everything in one giant ball? (laughs) Yeah, basically. Okay. Just grab that whole thing with, like, a big, like, fleshy hand tentacle and just swamp. Oh. <laughs> Steve looks horrified. I take another drink. Your sandwich was delightful. Hey, so is there anything strange about the plate itself? Uh, oh. It's like one of those like classic diner blue and white plates. Well, actually, it's like the white plate. That's sort of a very light gray with the blue rings around it. But beyond that, it looks to be a normal plate. Would you like to investigate it? I would like to investigate the plate. All right. Look at that plate. Uh, Romy, plus expertise. While they're looking at the plate, I'm going to look at the bottom of another glass of Tesserona on the rocks. Yes, you rolled another 10. Woo! Woo! Did. Yes. Okay. So, uh, the plate uh, from your investigation is actually like a pretty well-made plate. It's relatively new. Like a lot of the time, diners are using secondhand, but looks like this guy, Steve wants to go and take pride in every aspect of the diner that he owns. All right, so there's nothing particularly strange about it. No, uh, but you will get a point because you have noticed that Steve takes pride in what he does, a data point. Oh, I will take that data point. Things related to Steve DiCaprio. How I'm going to apply that to the situation, honestly, are. But... Oh, insinuate that his restaurant's making people sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I have, I gave people the zombie virus. What could have happened? <laughs> maybe it's a dishwasher. Maybe I can do, yeah, yeah. Maybe I can be like, well, Sam, I have some bad news for you. Everyone who seems to be intent on blowing things up seems to be coming from your place. Yeah, have any uh, ideas why that might be happening? Uh, okay, well, I think that here you're doing something that might be adverse against him so it's going to be a face adversity check and roll that as a plus influence and i'll give you an additional plus one Uh, that's another 10 (laughs) consistency consistency it's it's different combinations of numbers getting me to 10 to be fair Mm -hmm. but it is consistent tens Mm -hmm. Uh, i do not know uh, why 
they are uh, connected to here. I mean, do you know what dish? Well, it seems the tuna was uh, was suspect. Yeah. Where do you order that tuna from, anyways? Uh, it comes from different distributors. We don't ha- really have a common supply chain set up here yet, since we are on the edge. I slam my hand on the counter. Damn it, man! Tell us what happened. Who made these dishes? Was it you? Oh, it's supply chains. You, you that's your, that's your. Yeah, thing. I know. That's, yeah. Romeo plus influence. What? Ooh, I got a 10 myself. Plus a 3 is a 13. Nice. I I am sorry, beautiful woman who is not a flesh monster inside. Only metaphorically. Then maybe you should come back in the after hours and we can explore, but that is not what we are trying to do here. Is he hot? In a weird way. (sighs) Damn it. In a, he has a memorable, not necessarily conventionally attractive way. Oh, like John Hamm. No, John Hamm is hella conventionally attractive. <laughs> is he? You keep saying that. I don't see it. I mean... <laughs> is he, though? Anyways. <laughs> I mean, different strokes are different folks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I think of John Hamm, I think of the SNL sketch uh, called uh, Bubbly and Ham, where John Hamm kidnapped Michael Bublé yeah. and is forcing him to promote his terrible startup restaurant <laughs> uh, that only serves uh, ham and champagne. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Michael Bublé is desperately trying to send out a code for someone to rescue him. <laughs> See, I think of that, uh, uh, the SNL, like, Lonely Island thing with Shy Ronnie and Rihanna. And where it's like, they're robbing a bank, and she's, just like, and, like, she's just fed up with Shy Ronnie's shit. And she's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to grab this guy. We're going to have sex. <laughs> it's Jan Ham? Okay. Yeah. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he is, he is a snappy dresser. Like, under the apron, he is wearing a full... Like suit, suit. <laughs> uh, there's a moment where, like, I say, "That'll never happen unless it does." And then it's just like one finger goes across the edge of his folded-up suit. I'm like, "Is that Armani?" It is. Uh, it's a brand you probably aren't familiar with. <gasps> How dare you! I slap him, <laughs> and then I kiss him. <laughs> I slap him again. You see his eyes temporarily turn into hearts after all of this has happened. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> beautiful woman. Yes. Uh, well, oh, I, no. I, is I, he from my corner of the universe? Is he a Pepe Le Pew? No, <laughs> no, he's he's more anime-ish. Oh, oh my God. This strange French chef. Uh, anyways, uh, you have. Uh, er, yeah, I, I do not know why this happened but it 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 would seem to be around a day after the uh after the fish might have uh gone bad well mind letting me into your dumpster so i can take a look you'll say that a lot too all right i will uh i'll let you into the dumpster cat (laughs) and he leads you outside is anyone else going to join i go all right if i stay here any longer i'm gonna get drunk (laughs) i will shamble along after them and James, have you finished your soup? Ah, uh, yes, I have. Okay. So are you also joining mm. in? Yeah, I'm joining in as well. James Mason, human man, has finished his soup and can join us. Yeah, so he opens uh, the dumpster with all of you behind, and it smells awful because uh-huh. it is bad fish 
that has been in a hot dumpster. Hmm. Yes, it sure is. And uh, yeah, roll me a uh, expertise check to try and assess this fish. Uh, the things I do for money. Can my dog help? Uh, yeah, <laughs> roll uh, assessment Paw as through. well. Roll assessment as well. Uh, which okay. one is assessment? Oh, uh, sorry, roll uh, expertise as Ooh. well. Well, guess who got another 10? Oh my god. <laughs> Sabertooth Sam. All right, well, I don't assume any of y'all want to actively uh, sabotage. No, I was helping with a 12, but that's... that's Yeah. I mean, 11, uh, 13, uh, math. I rolled math. a 10 as well, but I also have plus one in expertise, so I rolled an 11. Yeah, I got double sixes. It's great. We know what's in this garbage. Uh, so you, like, find the tuna that he had thrown out uh, yesterday, because that was when it had gone bad, and you notice that there's something off about the tuna. It seems to be, like, where it's gone bad, it seems to be almost mechanical in a way yeah so when i i uh you know climbed up on the edge of this dumpster uh in a very cat-like fashion it's uh i i i make sure to say the one-liner before i dump in well i've never had any shame why start now (laughs) uh and i look at it and i go a suspicion i go jeepers a clue (laughs) Suspicious. And you are going to get a data point that uh, there's computer stuff on the fish <laughs> that has gone bad. Uh, well, does anyone uh, in our group know about computers? Uh, computers where I'm from are uh, big rooms with data punch cards. Oh, yeah. Mine are only slightly. Uh, uh, desktops are a thing, but they're big. Oh, yeah, nobody in the party is no. really good at interfacing <laughs> with computers. Oops. Have you heard about DOS? <laughs> uh, I mean, my 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 beautiful, smart, strong, independent wife is a doctor. Would she know about computers or bio-relevant things? <laughs> Did you get married off screen? I thought he was she was a girlfriend. Well, no, I'm sorry, girlfriend. Girlfriend. My girlfriend, Maria. There's going to be a ring one day. She just happens to look like my ex-wife, Mary. Um, <laughs> She's the green. She's the same actress, but she's green. Exactly. And has three extra spiky boobs. <laughs> so two regular boobs. Where are they? We'll leave that to uh, uh, to you, the audience, to figure out. <laughs> two regular boobs, three spiky boobs. Got it, five boobs. Uh, all right. Uh, so if one of you wants to... So computer fish, what are you trying to do with this? Uh... I think I think we want to figure out like what sort of computer stuff is is on the fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine someone from a Star Trek po- uh, uh, proxy would be really good at that. Oh, so like Maria. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I am going to need James to roll a plus influence check. Okay, plus influence. Uh, that is a nine plus two, eleven total. All right. So you bring the sample of fish to Maria, who is very disappointed that this is what you want her to look at and not something else. Ooh. We'll get the other big catch later. Yeah. (laughs) And we get a science montage going on. So it's like her looking at it through a microscope and then 
two microscopes and then three microscopes. It's it's very NCIS, the hackers uh, uh, bypassing our mainframe. Let's both use the same keyboard. <laughs> yeah, like that, very that energy. Yeah. 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 There's there's a, a whiteboard, but it's glass with blue writing on it see, mm-hmm. see for through. some reason. It just has a bunch of like high school formulas that have no context. It's like putting things in pipettes and like putting them in other little tubes and stuff like that. Yeah, like she's wearing a uh, she's she's wearing a lab coat, but it's like it's the sleeves, but it's like cropped in the middle, and she just has like the one button in the middle there that shows off mm-hmm. her ample bosoms and her yeah. her ni- her sweet ass midriff. And she has clear plastic siding, <laughs> yes. and it's it's very tailored. Oh yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Why why couldn't any of us be a character from CSI? I don't <laughs> fucking no. Uh, CSI Alpha Centauri. Because then <laughs> yes. we wouldn't get to visit the girlfriend again. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, the Star Trek exactly. many boobed girlfriend. Exactly. Deus ex Ma- Mrs. Machina. I mean, technically she's an asset, so... <laughs> <laughs> she sure does. Wiggles eyebrows, and she's got a lot of assets. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait! I've never. Yes, my strong, independent, beautiful, smart girlfriend is doing science in a crop top, uh, lab coat, and a leopard print skirt. Mm-hmm. Lab safety. What's that? <laughs> I'll scare off any danger with my incredible hotness. <laughs> She says this all as she has a pair of safety goggles around her neck and she has no mm. shoes on currently. <laughs> yeah. But her outfit is Ruby Rod leopard print bodysuit from Fifth Element. No, she is wearing boots. They go like all the way up to the knees, but they're not like steel-toed or anything. They're just like the, the high-heeled boots. They're go-go boots? Or it's just like the ankle wrappings of the boots and then a high heel and then it's essentially like a weird sandal and then the words Joss Whedon presents, or no, Quentin Tarantino presents and it zooms in on the feet for a second. <laughs> no! <laughs> we have to go one recording session oh, without no, mentioning live, that. We live in the terrible universe where the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek happened. Oh god. <laughs> you, you see, it's, it's a commentary on the 60s, so I'm doing the exact same awful things that they did back then. So we have this fish, and it's weird. And we look at it. And did you know that Joss Whedon and Quentin Tarantino both have foot fetishes? Uh, I'm uncomfortable in this conversation. I would like to move on, please. The, the, The flesh of the ocean has been corrupted. All right. So I I looked and investigated the fish and ran it through several cohesive tests. And what I found is that it's been infected with some sort of techno infection. It looks like most people are able to probably get it out of their systems after a day or so. But what it does is it affects the brain and the nervous system and the memory, taking over them for a brief period of time. And then once it's removed, they have no memory of what happened. Oh no! Any idea where it could come from? I unfortunately don't. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Oh, that's okay. You've been a great help. And I I just kind of like sidle up to her and brush her shoulder a little bit and run my fingers through her hair. And 
Uh, <laughs> and like we just kind of smile at each other. We're ignoring everyone else in the room as we kind of get our faces just get a little bit closer. And then it cuts to like a Zippo like lighting up my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't they cute together? <laughs> I'm talking to Sam like, well, they certainly are something. Come on, we got a case to solve. If we don't solve it, more people are going to die probably. I don't know. Why are we here? Well, I guess we found the fish. I guess we need to who put uh, figure out who put the virus in the fish. Must yes. find the source of the inorganic corruption. Are there any technomancers in this dystopian backwater planet? I've got a date later and i got to get this case solved. Closed case means an open bar for me. Well, uh, Paulette, you have your marketing ability where you get to try and find a type of market that you would like access to. And that means that you could also pick a standard market to find out about the shipping that goes on on this world. Yeah, I think I see, um, I think I'm standing outside smoking with Sam, as whatever happens off screen happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look and I see like a construction guy load something up and then a crate drops and like some cans spill out. And I was like, wait a second, I recognize those symbols. They're tracking numbers for shipments. And, and like it's not even like people are like it's gonna be the tuna cans. No, it's it's very vague. It's <laughs> incredibly. I did not have good writers on my show. <laughs> they did a lot of coke. They're, they're trying to have you have some kind of uh, realization sort of moment, but it's just like mm-hmm. none of the pieces actually fit together. No, I'm just saying what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like slightly different film. Like it's stock footage of people moving things. Mm-hmm. It's not even on this planet. No, no, they're wearing orange vests. Um, yeah, so I would roll for that. Uh, to have to sort of put things together. Yeah, because it says when I arrive in a civilized area, I choose a type of market. I can easily find that market here. I didn't. Yo, oh, oh no, that. that's just a you choose okay. a type of market. Okay. Yeah, I think I just I choose a secretive market. Choose the what? Secretive market. It was so secret, you didn't even know what kind of market I was choosing. Uh, yeah, so you see these people moving very discreet products. Like, uh, from what you've understood, Scorpion is supposed to be the person who, like, everybody coming in here talks to, and Scorpion is not around, and they're quickly moving these products through. Mm-hmm. And as you come up, there's a big old guy moving things, and he's like, Hey, how can I help you? You can help him and let me help you. Looks like you're doing a tough job, her. Judging by those trousers, very little pay. Well, that's that's true. Seems like we could lend each other a hand. You tell me where you're going with those boxes, and I give you something to help tide you over in these troubled times. And I take out a very tiny cactus. <laughs> well, all right. We're going to the secret market. <gasps> I knew it. And he uh, lifts up a... Uh, like two of those, uh, like basement doors that you find in big cities that just lead down to people's basements mm-hmm. on the streets, and he guides you down, and inside you find the secret market, which is essentially a sort of large fallout shelter that has mostly been abandoned since it's easier to live on the surface now. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of stalls down here. It's a hundred percent a soundstage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this kind of chaos, I've never seen the like. But I know who has, and I turn to Becky, who's <laughs> just kind of shambling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I'm looking around, being like, "Well, it's a, bur- a bunch of dirty men in a deep dark hole, just the way I like it." <laughs> we clink glasses. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Becky, what are your special eyes? <laughs> <laughs> My normal human eyes. That's what I see. see many things. Mm. Do you believe that the source of the inorganic corruption is somewhere down here? Do you specialize see any soap? Actually, yes. <laughs> they say, looking at, at this dirty bed. <laughs> I just lift a limp hand and point at a stall that has many soaps. Mm-hmm. Artisan soaps, if you will. They're oh. very beautiful. <laughs> They're all made I, of sand. I, 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 pick, I pick up one and go, look, a seashell. <laughs> <laughs> I slap it out of your hand. Ah. Stay focused. We're on the job. We'll have time for your... Foofery later. James points out the three seashells on the floor. It's like, oh, I know how to use those. <laughs> I slap them out of your hand. <laughs> I'm shambling deeper into the uh, 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 secret market, attempting to find more fish, more gifts of the ocean. Uh, so, Romy, a uh, Romy and expertise check here, Becky. Uh, something I'm bad at. Becky. 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 Well, we better follow Igor. <laughs> Uh, so that is a, uh, five. Oof. Oof. I have minus one to expertise. There's so many soaps. The scent of the clean has disrupted my senses. My normal human senses. And I mean, there's also just nobody selling fish down here. I mean, you know how bad fish smells in the microwave and how it stinks up a whole office. Nobody wants that underground where it's also going to get really hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would they know who sells uh, this fish, though? I mean, as uh, as business people who uh, presumably know other business people. How are we failing forward? Roll an influence check. Okay. Everybody or just... Uh... Just Sabertooth Sam. Sabertooth Sam. And I'm influence here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, would my decorum help here? Mm, not really. Okay. Uh, or yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're in an underground marketplace. What's my business suit? The help? black market here. Yeah, fair. But I I thought maybe I could I could wow them. Uh, uh, but uh, I uh, I got a seven on that roll. So uh, you try and talk to one of the people who seems to be some kind of adolescent turtle person, and he's like, "Hey, radical, you know." Oh god, that's destroying my voice. <laughs> just, hey, hey, yep. I just I'm giving him a withering look. <laughs> <laughs> like he had this whole spiel planned and it's just Paul Lund just glaring him down. <laughs> ah, hey radical, what are you looking for here? You know, just some fish. I'm feeling a little bit peckish. Well, I, I can't get you fish right now. I can have it to you in the next day or so. What do you know who does? Well, I mean, we don't typically deal in fish unless we're talking about illegal fish or space fish. Tell me about that space fish. I'm in the mood for an adventure. Spafish. Space fish travel in space. Thank you. How enlightening. (laughs) Radical. (laughs) So far, I found out that space fish travel in space. I mean, it's one of those things that if people want fish, they can just order it through legal avenues. Because it's a resource. Right. But what about this space fish? Uh, Space fish are part of a questionable area because they're a completely artificial species. With robot parts and everything. 
No, why would they have robot parts? You know what? Good question. <laughs> I just turn back to uh, to kind of look at the rest of the group again and then turn back. <laughs> well, we're looking for a special type of fish. Fish with robot corruption. Huh, that sounds wild and radical. I don't know anything about that. I slam my hand on his shell and I shake him a little. You tell us what we need to know, or I'm going to make sure your life's so full of litigation you won't know your tail from your toes. I need you to know that you're bodacious, babe. <laughs> I slap him, and then kiss him, and I slap him again. Radical! <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more of that if you don't start talking. I don't know if I want that or not. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of these robot fish before. What do they do? They make your brain all wonky-dory. They make you do crimes. Terrible crimes. You know anything about crimes? That sounds radical. In a bad way. Good, I need a clarification on that. I nod and look at the camera. <laughs> radical, <Yeah>. even. <laughs> Negative <laughs> radical. <laughs> Double plus ungood. <laughs> the anti-radical. <laughs> The music stops. We all just look at Becky, mm. nodding solemnly. <laughs> As I'm simply it. like picking random things up off the, the the like stalls and then just putting them back down without looking at them. Yeah. At one point, <laughs> we cut to you. You're holding a child. No need to worry about that. Oh, no, no, no. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh is soft with this one. My name is Simon. Long Simon. Hello, Simon the human. Be free, small fleshy boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just put that the time. Simon gets off of the table that you put him back down and runs out the exit before a big hand grabs him and, put, and brings him back and puts him onto the stall. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford that, child. We have enough as it is. And I gesture to everyone else. Unfortunate! This seems a bit ethically wonky. <laughs> the only thing wonky here is our trail. Uh... James, uh, can James make an investigation check, see if there's like any, you know, any thing around we can use to maybe grease his wheels a little bit? To grease the wheels of this adolescent turtle man? Yes. Say like pizza. Yeah. Uh, or like a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll plus influence. Ooh, I know what I can do. All right. I'm rolling plus influence. Hey, kid, you like sweet jams. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a nine. <laughs> rolled a nine total. Okay, so what are you trying to get the... See, get assistance from Paul Lund. Uh, yeah, yeah, roll uh, influence as well, Sabretooth Sam. I will. Uh, I want to use my bass guitar, which I pull out of uh, cartoon space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to play a, a sweet uh, jazz lick and see how that works. Yeah. Okay, get an extra plus one on your check. Uh, That's an 11. All right, so that is enough to get the initial check up to being a total success. Uh, So what do you want him to do, James? Uh, So I'm trying to, like, just look for anything uh, in the room that might just have me impart a little bit of dad wisdom. So either he can join our party or maybe, like, if there's something he's not telling us, he can just tell it to us straight instead of, you know, double plus ungood radical. Listen, I don't know much about robot fish or anything, but if this world used to be a dystopia... I think it's kind of wild that it sounds like this fish thing that you're talking about is making people destroy stuff. Isn't that wild? 
it is wild. And you know what else is wild? What? Smoking marijuana at your age. <laughs> now, listen, I used to do some Mary Jane back in the day. But the thing is, is that some of my friends got hooked on it as a gateway drug and it led to just, just worse things in life. And I feel like if you were to make some better life decisions and just stay clean and try to be a positive influence in your community, you could, you could be doing so much more than hanging out in here. Uh, I'm going to be doing a wanking off motion behind him. I'm doing a line of cocaine. <laughs> 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 You know, I I think that you really taught me an important lesson, and I am going to go and churn my life around. I'm going to leave this dink underground and go back to med school. M- med school is important. My beautiful, strong, independent space girlfriend, Maria, is a doctor as well. I mean, I had, like, cancer until I didn't. So, you know, but that's also good because some people legitimately have that and not just for the sake of drama and possibly trying to win Emmys. I have a question. Yes. Your space girlfriend comes up a lot, but it's been a while since you mentioned your children. Oh, well, you see, I had three kids with my wife, who uh, my wife, um, uh, Mary, who was pregnant with uh, triplets, actually. But Mm. turns out she wasn't really my wife. And... The kids weren't really my own. It wasn't my beautiful house. It wasn't my beautiful wife. So I was just... My God. (laughs) I know. And at first I thought, what have I done? But then I met Maria. So I completely forgot about all that crap. I left my wife uh, and our children and the triplets she was pregnant with, with a council of dads that I established uh, beforehand. Ah, yes. Yes. This is why I never got married. Too much paperwork. And I love paperwork. The council of fathers... We'll take good care of the young ones. Oh, yeah. They're definitely like a motley crew of my like uncles and family friends that were supposed to take my, care of my family after I died of the, the, the cancer super glaucoma. Yes, each, each of your children had a different godparent. You know what? I have a few men I call daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. There it is. Yep. There it is. There it is. <laughs> End episode. Episode over. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to go and turn my life around. Good luck finding whatever strange disease is making the fish make people do bad things. (laughs) I think maybe at the core of this planet, there's a giant techno wizardry machine. Well, what brought about the apocalypse in the first place here? Exactly. That's the thing that's making a dystopia dystopia. Maybe like some kind of techno place or technodrome or technodome. A disco I'm sorry. tech. Technodome. <laughs> a technodrome? <laughs> Not a technodrome, a, a technodrome. There's just a big metal sphere with an eyeball on top in the middle of the earth. The old corruption has once again awakened. And we must find the source. Exactly right, Becky. Us ladies gotta stick together. Completely ignoring the fact that me and the other doctor don't get along. (laughs) (laughs) We get along because I am bad writers. Debatably not hot. I'm more concerning than hot. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't be hot. 
No, the thing is, I think, and also, plus, you're a child, and that awakens the motherly <laughs> instincts in every female on every TV, like, thing. Yeah. So, like, that that's how you two bond. But, like, exactly. once you hit, quote, unquote, adult age, then you're just going to hate each other. Uh-huh. There's yeah. going to be a time gap that no one actually mentions. I'm going to end up dating your boyfriend. We will right. fight for dominance. <laughs> yes. Like that that feeling of, oh, you're a sweet child and I'm going to take care of you because that's what every woman wants to do. And that's going to turn into, oh my God, she's younger than me. She's prettier than me, even though she's like a flesh abomination or whatever. <laughs> Wait. And then Wait. we go on American Gladiator and we fight it exactly. out. Yes. Is your is is Becky from Passions like a Passions reboot? <laughs> uh, maybe the flesh suit is. <laughs> oh, maybe part of Becky is. I'm just saying there's a lot of strange things happening in that. Mm-hmm. In the suit, there sure is. Let's I guess, go. Uh, I mean, there was a there was a mermaid plot and a killer doll plot going off at the same time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that was strange and not normal like I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think as everybody returns back up to the desert surface, we will end this episode. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club playing the Cinematic Universal, a setting created by me, Luke Hare, using the Uncharted World system. You can find more about that if you Google Uncharted World. RPG Pals Club posts twice a month on the 1st and the 15th of the month. If you would like to support us, we have a Patreon, which, as of our recording on this, has no backers. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get early episodes, theoretically. My name is Luke. I am the Dungeon Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I also host the Multiversal Q podcast, where we are covering the Ultimate Universe and recently did a big documentary-style retrospective on Ultimatum. And I am also doing a free-to-listen-to podcast where my partner and my co-host, Devin, watch every Nicolas Cage movie and talk about it. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Nicolas Cage. Buy that at my Patreon, or I'll probably have a link up for it to not have to listen to it on there by the time this goes up. I'm Madison Rowan. You can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRecrew. Quipster spelled Q-U-I-P-S-T-E-R. Uh, and I'm on RPG Pals Club. Yes, you have heard. Uh, and any other projects I will be on will be posted on my Twitter. I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find everything I'm working on on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks, because I rock so hard, I have to put it in the URL. You can also support me by buying my music on rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com and support me every month where I'm releasing new tracks at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. Uh, you can also find me as part of the 3000 Brigade and on the podcast, I'd Rather Not. I've been Gar Atkins, but you can call me Sahoni, and you can find me on my Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff. You can also catch me on my other podcast, 
uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a weekly current events comedy podcast where we look at the news and yell about it, but, you know, in funny ways. You can uh, also check out my uh, Twitter and keep an eye on that for development news for tabletop games that I designed. My current project is Exceptionals, a, a narrative-focused RPG inspired by X-Men about the spaces and communities marginalized people make for themselves, and I am currently in editing and art, and I've been doing live streams with them and the best place to learn about those is my twitter i'm gina dazer you can find me on twitter at a d a s e r that's a dazer like laser but with uh assistant directors um i do illustration and sometimes game designs and sometimes cookbook stuff i'm doing a whole bunch of stuff and all of it's secret just kidding i say everything online i don't have much to say except uh black lives matter and um black nazis Black lives Black matter. matter. Fuck yeah. Fuck Nazis. Black lives uh, matter. Fuck turfs, but don't have sex with them. <laughs> also, trans yeah. rights. Trans, trans rights. <laughs> general, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Just don't. Yeah. We'll put a brick through your window. <laughs> Pad wraps us up for this week. We've got one more of these episodes, but we will see you then. Free oi. Peace.